And now, the debut of the third and final Christmas song exclusively heard here on Zero Doinks. This is Santos Baby, courtesy of Coach Cuse, Bill Doinks, and daughter of Bill Doinks. Enjoy! Sunday, busting up a six-game losing streak as they smacked around Deshaun Watson and the Texans. The Bears are alive for a playoff push. We'll talk all about it on this upcoming Zero Dogs episode. It's unfamiliar. A win? That's weird. We will also preview this weekend's big tilt against the hated Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Oh, gross. We will also talk all about Big Ten happenings, including 
Lovey Smith, former Bears coach Lovey Smith, get fired from Illinois, plus much, much more gambling angles, fantasy football angles, and we're going to visit Minneapolis for fans and eggs. Coming up, Zodiacs. Zero doinks. 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 Zodiacs. Welcome back. I just may have made Dan Doinks spit out some of his delicious hams. It is a victory Monday as we're recording. That's been a while. Damn near two months. The Bears are back, baby. I can smell the Super Bowl trophy from here. Oh, my God, Dan. How you doing tonight, bud? You're wearing a Chicago shirt and a Bears winter hat. Oh, God. I tell you what, if I wasn't married, Dan, oh, hi. Oh, hubba, 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 hubba. Hey, Bill, how are you? What do you think oh, the trophy great. smells like? Oh, God. Uh, that is a great question. Probably Bill Belichick's anus. Yeah, that thing's definitely been in his, uh, as my daughter likes to say, in his crack hole. Ooh, that's a good term. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Bill, Victory Monday. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. You know, it's always we're always stuck in this spot like, oh, they lose. That's better for drafting. But we don't really want them to lose. And uh, I'm in it now. Like, now we're... Ah, we win. We win. It doesn't really. It's not going to really affect us too much. We're not getting into the top ten at this point, right? So, right. let's fucking win, baby. Let's keep going. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at too, and I think where a lot of Bears fans are. It's like this was kind of the tipping point game, although Detroit kind of was too, maybe in terms of legitimacy of making the playoffs. But we'll see. They still have, they still do have a pretty decent shot because the Cardinals kind of blow. So. Big game this weekend against the Vikings. We'll talk all about it, but let's talk about the Texans game first. Wow. Who who was that? What team was that? Offense looked awesome. Defense looked awesome. Special teams was sexy. Matt Nagy did a lot of fist pumps. That was uh, that was quite the performance. Damn near perfect, I'd say. He Yeah, Nagy had to feel so good. He, I mean, that had to be a breath of fresh air for him. I, yeah, I don't have a lot to complain about. I, you know, I the only thing I'll – actually, my biggest complaint is with Bears fans. We've now done a complete 180, at least on Twitter, of we're fucking back, baby. <laughs> Mitch is amazing. Do we re-sign him? Do, are we keeping Nagy? Are we keeping pace? Let's everyone just pump the brakes, all right? Like, yes, I want the Bears to win. I love that they won. But let us – let this not be a saving game career saving game for Nagy and pace everyone just relaxed the texans were awful they were horrible oh my Oops. gosh i mean watson he looked terrible i mean i i, I know everyone would kind of given him you know making excuses for him because he has no talent left on that offense but he i thought he looked bad he looked terrible he looked cold yeah. he looked cold and he looked lost yeah, he made a lot of really shit decisions that he and he got away with a lot of them too. I mean, mm -hmm. his is for as bad as his game line was, it could have been much worse. I don't know how you take that safety three seconds after you took a sack in the in the previous play. Like that's just bad awareness. I know. I was surprised. That's uh, obviously Mitch is the better quarterback then, right? Good <laughs> yeah, job, well, Pace. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is everyone lining up the stats of? 
Mahomes, Mitch, and Watson on Sunday. It's like, are we? We're not fucking doing this, are we? Come on, let's stop. I want to like those people. Are you, are you saying if right now if, if the Texans were like, we'll just give you Watson for Mitch straight up, that that they would even entertain that? Stop it, Bears fans. Let's not get crazy here. I like to have a little fun, but don't take it too far, guys. Yeah, let's see how these next three games play out. And after Mitch lights everybody's ass up, then we can talk about it. Let's extend pace, baby. Um, a lot of encouraging things, though, in all seriousness. Cole Komet looked awesome again. That is he, his second half of the year. He's really coming along, which is fantastic. David Montgomery actually showed some burners on that 80-yard touchdown run. He, that, was, that was pretty sweet. He has been absolutely on fire. Uh, Robinson definitely didn't look like a quitter on Sunday. He he had a great day. Uh, seven sacks for the defense, including Khalil Mack and Hicks. They both looked re-inspired. Cairo Santos, that dude doesn't miss. Holy shit, he's unbelievable. And and then Mitch, you talked about Mitch. Like, just getting him out of the pocket, he looks like such a more comfortable quarterback. We've been talking about it pretty much every week that he has played since we began this podcast why is it that difficult to do to at least put him in a position to succeed? That's and that so it's damning against Nagy when he when he looks like that sometimes, right? Yeah, and I think yeah, we getting him on the run is is a great idea. But our our interior line, our offensive linemen are much better. They've been much better. I mean, I, it, that's encouraging. Our tackles are still horrendous. I mean, that's still a problem. But when we can run up the middle, I mean, that helps with the, you, that's that's your play action right there, and that's that really helps you out. But it, running through all of them, I mean, Komet, I mean, that's really good to see. He's turned it around. He seems to have a lot more confidence, and I think he and Mitch, he and Foles just didn't really connect, right? Like that, yeah. that maybe that was the problem. I mean. Nick, I mean, Foles doesn't know what he's doing. He's trash, so he didn't get the young guy going. He wanted to see Jimmy Graham take a 30-second fall. Jimmy Graham with an awesome catch in the touch. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Jesus Christ. Awesome catch in the end zone as well. Allen Robinson, yeah, I kind of I kind of felt like I had to eat shit a bit after last week I was giving him a hard time about doing the catching and just falling backwards move. He, he, looked, he looked awesome. I mean, he was old Allen Robinson again. I mean, it just took us to play one of the worst teams in football to, to get it to click a little bit. So, uh, but still, I mean, yeah, the defense looked, they looked like they had some spunk. Ooh, but Robert Quinn still, <laughs> but Robert Quinn still MIA. Wouldn't that have been a good game for him to have like four sacks? And still he's oh. just, oh, ooh, spunky, spunky Brewster. That's not it. <laughs> but I am a uh, robot. Yeah. What else? I, it, it was. I don't know. That was that was fun. That was a fun game. I, it was still not scoring in the third quarter, though. That's still not something did, we don't. They did do. actually score, though. They did finally get on the board. A, a field goal, right? I know. <laughs> I know. I think. I think so. I think so. But technically, they. <laughs> I got to give credit where credits do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Got to give them, give them their props. Uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. Awesome to have a stress-free watching experience. That was tremendous. I Yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I love the uniforms. Hub Arkish does not like those uniforms, which is kind of weird because he's a big Michigan fan, and 
Shouldn't that remind him of his boy Jim Harbaugh with those helmets? I don't, I don't get it. Do you like those unis? I think they look great in them. No, you don't like no, them. No, no, I don't. Actually, uh, I don't mind the jerseys. I don't, I don't love the helmet. Maybe it is because it's too much like Michigan. I'm a little. I mean, I, I think you would full blown shut it down. You don't, you don't like Michigan, right? No, you... I don't. No, I don't like Michigan. Come yeah, on. that's an Illinois thing, right? They all hate Michigan. Yeah, uh, they don't give a but, fuck about us, but whatever. But but I, I I start and stop with those socks. Those socks are horrendous, <laughs> and I want nothing to do with them. So you're not convincing me on the rest of the uniform if you don't ditch those socks. So uh, that's that's it. No, I don't care for them. I'll be honest. Wow. I love the socks. I have, I love everything about the, I'm going to wear that around everywhere. Just in the streets, that full blown outfit. I'm I'm just going to wear it. You heard it here first. Merry Christmas. Would you go uh, pads in the pants or would you go uh, Cairo Santos? <laughs> Jordan Doinks looked up at one point during the game. She goes, he looks like he's wearing yoga pants. Cairo Santos. So he totally did because he has no pads in him. That's great. Uh, I would wear, I just wear those worthless little knee pads that are in football pants. <laughs> what are the point of those? Those are like, like a couple little sponges. At least I haven't played football in a long time. But when I played, they were, they were awful. What about, what about at ISU or Minnesota, Dan? Did they, did they really improve the knee pad technology, Ted Phillips? Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I wore pads. I wore pads. Yeah. Those, those pads and the little thigh, the thigh pads are helpful because you get, you get hit right in the thigh and that hurts. Uh, <sighs> knee pads though. I no knee pads were basically like just throw a couple sheets of paper in there and they're pretty worthless. I mean, it's more about mobility at, at a certain point, but, uh, yeah, the yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you actually, no, that makes sense that you'd enjoy those socks. You're, you're a, weird sock guy in general on my penis is there a red hot chili pepper thing yeah. are you a are you a pepper head i do like the peppers i do that that cover of rolling stones though does haunt my dreams a little bit <laughs> what's what is a uh chili peppers fan call themselves do they have mm. names i don't chili, I don't know the answer to that chili peps i'm a chili Maybe. pep Maybe. I like, you know what I do like and I miss a lot is going to Chili's and getting those, that, that bean dip, that cheese and bean dip. Oh, it's pretty good. Although last time I was in a Chili's, I feel like I sat down in a booth and my arms were stuck to the table. It was very sticky. Clean up, Chili's. Speaking of clean up, you know who I want to clean up out of my life? Chili Davis. Fuck that oh. guy. Fuck what a guy. terrible coach. Actually, it turns out he might not be a terrible coach. Just the Cubs are awful. That's possible. I still hate him from when he was on the Twins. So, fuck you, Chili Davis. What a That better be his real name. That better be on his birth certificate. What's his middle name? Spicy. It's possible. Uh, maybe it's Jim, after Jim Davis, creator of Garfield. <laughs> It's possible. Oh, I hate Mondays. What? Why is this lasagna so salty, Jim? What's the What's the the owner's name again? John Arbuckle, right? Arbuckle. Thank you. 
That's right. Oh, yeah, we, we never really followed up on that. You went down a weird Google image hole or something. Maybe that's a horrible phrase for what you experienced. A lot of sick Garfield fans out there, I think, yeah. is what you learned. Yeah, there's some, there's some, uh, yeah, don't Google, like, gross in your Google search, don't put like gross Garfield pictures because it is very graphic, very very graphic. There's a lot of sick people out there who are. I don't, I don't know who makes that. Are they Garfield fans? Are they mm. dog people? Are they cat people? Are they Italians? Who who are these people who love this stuff? I don't know. I, well, what what's going on? Is it? I, you're pretty vague right now. Can you describe one in graphic detail? <laughs> There's a lot of uh, Arbuckle Garfield penetration. That's all I'll say. And I would definitely not search any of this on a work uh, laptop. I didn't do it because I'm not an idiot. I uh, wouldn't do it on a work server of any sort. Wi-Fi connection. You will get fired. It's very graphic. And the our jokes about semen in a in or around a lasagna were very tame compared to what i saw and i will not be able to unsee so uh yeah gross garfield people you're gross you're disgusting but not as disgusting as the bears odds to make the playoffs now dan the bears are one game out of the race out of the seventh seed remember there are seven Playoff teams now only one first round bye for the number one seed overall. The Vikings also one game out, both tied at six and seven behind the Arizona Cardinals. So, are the Bears going to make the postseason? Dan, we put it out there on Twitter to say we we asked what's next. Bears sneak into the playoffs. Pace gets fired. Nagy stays on. Both guys get fired. It was like split thirty three percent across the board. Nobody knows what's going on, but I think you do, Dan. Three games left. What happens to the Bears? Uh, I think they're just going to miss out on the playoffs. I What's Arizona? Actually, Arizona has a bit tougher schedule. I mean, look, I, Bears fans have full-blown full talked themselves into Super Bowl this year after beating the Texans. Do, did we forget who we were the last two months? We've been horrible. What makes Bears fans so confident that we're going to win this weekend? We're underdogs again. So I want to see him win. I, I'm just not confident in it. I don't, and I, am I always the wet blanket? I'm the wet blanket between the two of us. So oh, like, like you were building that up like, ooh, we've got 14% chance. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are, have a tough schedule. The Bears are playing some dog shit team. The Packers have got nothing to play for last season. And then here's me. Oh, the Bears. The Bears are probably not going to win. So I apologize for being that guy, but it's probably necessary, right, to balance things out a little bit. I think you balance me out a little bit more. You get me more amped up because if I spend too much time thinking about it, I'm like, this team, this franchise is doomed for life. They're ruining my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to try to help you off that ledge on occasion, but then, but then I'll go that road. Sometimes it depends. It's it's hard to be stable as a Bears fan. I think we can all agree. I think our listeners can agree with that. It is, yeah, they make us all psychopaths. Um, but you know what? I'm 
uh, I have them at nine and seven and getting that seventh seed. And we're the team you don't want to play in the postseason. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Well, I will say with with men, with the Vikings, they they suck. They're they're terrible. We do have uh, we have Mitch, Mitch back. I mean, yeah, and Mitch oh, is yeah no, and Mitch is Mitch seems to have figured it out a little bit, or at least Nagy and Mitch seem to have figured out what works. Our line, like I said, is is a little better, so we can run the ball. I mean, we we definitely have a chance. I'm not saying we're definitely going to lose, but I'm just not, you know. I, I'm not putting us like beating like going to the Super Bowl yet. Like everyone, relax. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's very reasonable, and we don't like reasonable here on Zero Dogs. That's not true. We're we'll, we'll tell we we spray to all fields. You know that, listeners. We give you all of our thoughts, and my thoughts are usually very jumbled, and they very very quickly change with the wind. But that's okay. I'm a psycho Bears fan. Deal with it. Uh, you mentioned Mitch. You mentioned him playing well, especially on Sunday. Uh, Zero Doig's Cornish Hen Player of the Week. There was a consensus in our WhatsApp conversation with the past fans and eggs participants. It seemed unanimous for Mitch to get the trophy. You give the final say, though, Dan. You don't have to give it to Mitch. Which way are you going, bud? Uh, I'm going to go with Charles Leno. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, Mitch. Yeah, give it to Mitch. He needs something. Let's let's give his sensitive soul a little a little boost here. Good job, oh. Mitch. Oh, Mitch! Congratulations! It's your first trophy. I don't think it'll be your last. You're on fire. Don't shoot me. It's nearly Christmas. Put me in a stocking. I love you. Don't shoot. That was beautiful. Thanks. Um, that'd be weird if you put a wet hen in somebody's stocking, so to speak. Uh, they're small enough to fit into a stocking, right? I guess I don't really know the size of a Cornish hen. They're, they're just like little, they're little turkeys, right? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, I think so. I, I, you know, I've only seen him in the woods. So from, from a far distance. Now, you know, you picture these hens dressed as pilgrims, basically, right? Yeah, real classy ones. Do you think they wear pads inside of their pants? Mm. I, I think they, from a past conversation, I think they absolutely reek under whatever clothes they're wearing, kind of like those guys you saw in Hamilton or whatever we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's right. Just gee, good, good call. Good yeah. call. All right. No good call what. back. Yeah. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, it was a fun game this weekend. <laughs> it was a fun game this weekend. Congratulations to Mitch for, for getting the golden cock of the week. If this is your first time listening to the show, by the way, this has to be the weirdest introduction you have ever heard about anything. And thank you. You're welcome. And we apologize. Dan, are we going to talk about the Vikings game at the beginning of next segment? I think we should. I think we should close out Bears Texans review, buddy. Let's do it. See you next segment. Don't shoes to me, Arbuckle.
The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is... Thank you for calling. Please listen to your list of 46 possible service options. Which is why when you choose USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable. 24-7 online service for claims, access to roadside assistance, and more. All at the touch of a button. Start getting the service you deserve. Get a quote today. Ability to receive a quote depends on membership eligibility. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates, San Antonio, Texas. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes. Yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Alright, you are buckled motherfuckers. We're back. Hams and bread, where we talk a little gambling. Gamble, gamble, gamble. Lasagna, lasagna, lasagna. Alright, Bears this week are getting three and a half at Minnesota. Over-unders, 46 and a half. Bears are 6 and 7 against the spread. So are the Vikings, also 6 and 7 against the spread. Bears over 5 and 8. Vikings over. Flip it, reverse it, change it. They're 8 and 5 overs. Okay? Bill, Billiam, Cornish Hen, Enthusiast. Lover of Cornish hens. What are you going with? Well, you know, I believe in things evening out. And so I think clearly the Bears are going to cover then, right? If they're six and seven. uh, Wait, that doesn't really make sense because then the Vikings would lose if they don't cover. Eh, But we're focused on the Bears. Bears are going to cover three and a half for sure. Um, so I would go that, that route. Uh, I think it's going to go under for sure, because every time I go bears over, I lose. So let's go under, uh, maybe parlay that and then separately sprinkle a lot on the bears money line, because as any listener knows, I'm a big money line guy. So I go bears with the wind straight up money line. Boom. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. I go bears plus three and a half tinkle all over that line with the parlay with the under i don't care if it gets pushed down by vegas gamblers doesn't matter i'm a sharp dan which way would you go uh i'm definitely taking the bears plus three and a half I, oh damn it uh, you thought i was gonna go the other way after i was just uh fucking eeyore the last uh last segment uh no i like the bears plus three and a half not overly confident on the money line but it's Monday. I know by Friday I will have talked myself into a Bears win and probably a blowout. I'll probably end up flipping it to Bears minus three to get a little extra on the back end. So uh, I'm definitely taking the points. Sprinkle a little on the money line. I'll do that as well. I actually like the over. I like the over. I feel like the Bears actually figured out how to score points now, and that over-under hasn't adjusted. I still don't trust the Bears' defense. Kirk Cousins, you like that. You like that. He's going to get a few touchdowns. So, yeah, I like the over. I like the over. Bears plus three and a half. Just a touch of money line. Okay. <laughs> that is that is a hot take. And speaking of hot, Rick Fieldsman, our resident actual sharp. I think we can call him a sharp. He had a 3-0 and weekend, guys. 
unbelievable. Not if you went to Parlay City when he was going money line at the very end, but if you went with his original picks when he was going against the spread, he went 3-0, and which makes him 26-21-4 overall through, throughout his career here on Zero Dunks. That's fantastic. Maybe he has a sponsorship. 3-0, and baby. Let's kick it to Rick. Give us your ha-ha picks. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. My dad. Hams and spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, doinkers, we are back. Mr. 2-1 turns it into Mr. 3-0 this past weekend. You knew it was going to happen. I told you it was going to happen. I had the hottest picks week in and week out. And what did I say? Nobody watches the NFL. Nobody cares about the NFL. So I put all my focus on college football. I gave you the hottest picks. I broke it down. And what did I do? 3-0. and And I just, I, it was like a little softball. I just lobbed up it. Here, Timmy, here. Lob the ball up so you can swing at it and just knock it out of the park. Oh, that was something special. Oh, the Rick Fieldsman Parlay City baby parlay didn't quite hit. UTEP came up a couple points short. UTEP, what happened? You know what, though? This weekend's a new one for the parlay. This one, you know what? No parlay this weekend. Just made it. No parlay because it's Christmas time. I don't want you putting all your monies into parlays. You need to be putting all of your monies into Rick Fields and three hot, hot picks so you have enough cash to make it through the holidays so you can enjoy a couple spirits on your way to the new year. So that's what I'm going to do. Stay tuned. The hottest picks. I'm going 3-0 and again this weekend. I broke it down. No NFL. Zero chance we're betting on NFL from here on out. We're going on college football automatic every time should we get started let's get started hands and spreads pick one all right we are starting saturday 11 a.m we got oklahoma versus iowa state oklahoma are four and a half point favorites the only team worse than iowa is iowa state they are atrocious. Oh my gosh. This this state is an embarrassment. It's like a what who is that over there? Oh, I can't even recognize it on a map. Nobody cares. Oklahoma. They got the, the team. They got the players. They got the coaches. They got the fans. Nobody roots for Iowa. Nobody roots for Iowa State. Sorry, it's true. Oh, sorry to the one person who listens to this from Iowa. Feel free to not tune in anymore and not get all of my free monies and my hot hot picks. Hey, I'm just gonna have to deal with that, I guess. Anywho, Oklahoma minus four and a half points. You're going to give those points Oklahoma are going to go all over the place versus Iowa State. It's the hottest pick. 1-0 going into the next pick. Let's go. Hands and spreads. Pick two. Yeah, I went 3-0 and last weekend. 3-0. and It was amazing. Yeah. No, I'll call you. Okay. So, we here's what we got next. We got, oh my gosh, we got a hot one here. Alabama versus Florida. 7 p.m. Saturday night. 7 p.m. Florida versus Alabama. Alabama, 17.5 point favorites. Okay, 
I'm going to break this down for you. Florida is a great vacation destination, not a great football destination. Alabama, not a good destination, period. But they have a good football team, 17 and a half points. Oh my gosh, they're going to cover. They're going to win by 21. They're going to win by three touchdowns. It's going to be 21 to nothing to start, and the game's just going to end right there because of a, a COVID outbreak is going to happen. It was three minutes left of the first. The game will be official. 21 nothing. Alabama is going to cover. So this is what you do. You give those 17 and a half points. Oh, Alabama's going to run up and down Florida. It's going to be amazing. 2-0 and going into the last pick, and that's exactly where you want to be. Oh, and a little treat here before this. I got my sponsorship back. 3-0, and you know that everybody's coming rushing in. Hey, how can we? Hey, I got to get a little bit of that action. How do I do? Hey, I want I want to, you to talk about me, my business. You got to get the monies all over him. Yeah, I know. I know. But easy, guys, okay? But I did pick one, so that's what we're going to do. Going into the last pick, enjoy the sponsorship. Here we go. Hands and spreads, pick three. Printing monies, pick of the week. Printing monies, pick of the week is brought to you by... The Chicago Bears. If you thought the Chicago Bears were bad, just ask 90s English rock band James. That was the hottest advertisement I've ever heard. You know that everybody's paying top dollar to get on hams and spreads. So feel free to slip to my DMs. Rick Fieldsman, open for business at the moment. Not for long. Here we go. The third pick is going to be the hottest pick. I told you last week I had the hottest pick. I was right. Here's the hottest pick. Cincinnati versus Tulsa, 7 p.m. Saturday night. Cincinnati is 14 and a half point favorites. Tulsa is garbage. Nobody even knows where Tulsa is. Nobody even care what Tulsa is. It sounds like a dance. Like, let's go Tulsa together. Nobody cares. Cincinnati is where it is. Cincinnati is, that's a real word. A lot of letters, a lot of consonants in there, a lot of vowels you got to keep track of. But Cincinnati's 14 and a half point favorites. We are riding Cincinnati and we're riding it all the way to the window because we are going 3-0. Cincinnati has a record that you wouldn't believe. 
So look it up, and then you can you'll know for yourself. Cincinnati's gonna beat Tulsa. It's gonna be no problem, and that's what we're gonna do. Three and zero, the hottest hottest picks going into Christmas week. So you're gonna have a real big case of the funds. Oh, and next week is gonna be the Hams and Spreads Christmas special. Stay tuned for that. You're gonna love it. Enjoy the week, everybody. Enjoy this case of the funds that I'm giving you. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Oh, Rick Fieldsman Sr. Wow, three very controversial picks. Dan, what do you think? You know, I misread it. I thought he went 0 and 3 last week. I was completely wrong, huh? 3 and 0 for Rick. I don't believe it. I, I listened back cuz I didn't believe it either. Yeah. But I, no. I I yeah, I know. It's amazing. I think there's some malarkey involved there. I I think you're you're in cahoots with him as well, and I'm too lazy to listen back. So, uh yeah, those are those are some hot picks. I don't trust Rick. He's due to fall off here. So, thanks for contributing, Rick, but I don't trust you. I don't. I trust ice cream, but not Rick. That's fair. No, I think, I think Rick. Um, I think he had to borrow money from ice cream last week to to even <laughs> to get back into into victory corner, victory circle, victory circle. Not Bears fantasy corner. It's coming up next. Uh, Dan, do you have any teasers, pleasers, or anything in between for us, bud? Yeah, uh, I actually like the Bears. Go ahead and tease the Bears. Get them up to 10 and a half. That's a lock. That's a fucking lock. You know what else you're going to do? You're going to take the Packers, who are given eight and a half against Carolina. Carolina might be mailing it in, right? McCaffrey, yes. I think he died a few weeks ago. Rest in peace. Uh, your brother sucks on Nebraska. He played a little bit this weekend. We'll get to that. Uh, so you're going to get the Packers minus one and a half. Their Packers are pretty red hot. I. I don't know. They scare me. Uh, okay, let's do the Jets are plus 16 and a half at the Rams. The Jets are awful. I just like the idea that you can get an NFL team at plus 23 and a half. So go ahead and do that. Uh, what else I got here? Giants. I'm going to skip that. I don't like them anymore. Uh, the Colts. Nope. Let's not do the Colts. I can't, I can't, I can't stop losing on the Colts. Don't do them at all. Uh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do Philly plus five and a half at Arizona. You're gonna get them at twelve and a half. Jalen Hurts, kind of sexy, yes. kind of sexy, and I make no apologies for still loving him, Bill. No, you shouldn't. It's it, he's the first person that I know you've ever fallen in love with. So you can't get <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't turn your back, or and you cannot turn back time. If I could turn back time, I'd fuck Jalen Hurts. That was weird. I'm sorry. That got very Arbuckle-ish. Sorry Don't about apologize. That. No, it is. That will appeal to the 12% women crowd that listens to Zero Doinks. God bless all of you. And if you're still listening to this episode, you're sick. And that's what we love about you. You're perfect. You're perfect for us. You are perfect for us, and we love you. Um, that's a compliment. Sick. Absolutely. Sick. Yeah. Uh, that is fantastic. Any other gambling advice that you want to give the crowd, Dan? Absolutely not. 
This we is any, uh, I got excited because I thought there was going to be a new sports book in Illinois. Uh, I saw online that Barstool Sportsbook was coming to the area. Turns out, Bill, it's going to be their sports book's going to be in East Chicago at the Ameristar. Yes. Oh, my God. So we wow. will not benefit off of that at all. I mean, I don't know that that'll be the only one, but I just saw that news come across last week because I think it was supposed to be maybe Aurora was going to have uh, yes. a news that was going to be the bar stool one. Uh, but apparently it's going to be right in Rick's backyard in East Chicago, which what what could that possibly be? I mean, is it just there's not actually going to be a physical sports book, right? I mean, it's just going to be because uh, there's nothing there. It's like. No. There's that no weird space. booth, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, good for them, Phil. I hope you enjoy it. I guess. I don't Does know. Does that mean Did a they... return trip for for Rick, yourself, and myself? Do we have to go there? No. Oh God, no, no chance. I. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even. All right. So what? What in a, like free credit would you need to drive to East Chicago in the middle of a pandemic? Oh wow! Factor that in too. I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be five digits, right? It's got to be, it's got to be ten thousand dollars at the minimum to get me out there. Now, okay, think? I'll take it one step further. You have to sit in the sports book or whatever that bar is that's right across from the creepy booth. Opening weekend when they open, and you're not allowed to wear a mask. Oh, God. Um. Well, I, you guys don't know this at home if, you, if you've never met me or seen me, but I don't have any lips, so I'd be fine. <laughs> I'd be fine. I think you need lips to get COVID. You, okay, expand on that a bit. You, you think people oh. are like, like, like that, like smooching on, on the COVID? Yeah, I think so. I think if you really dig deep into the numbers, Dan, <laughs> I think what you'll find is it has to do with smooching, but not just any lips, Linda lips. Oh, rustin' so, pussy. Yeah, rest, rustin' a lot of weird porn in the 70s, Linda lips. That's another callback. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I would, no offense to Phil or Rick, I don't think I'm going to Indiana for a while. I'm just not. Not interested. Yeah, probably not either. Um, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Although Grease Tank's going uh, going to Indianapolis for the Big Ten oh. Championship. So that's pretty red hot. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think you could pay me to do that either. No offense, Frank. We'll get to that in the Big Ten Minutes. Dan, thank you for all of your hot advice. And Barstool, congratulations on your relationship with Ameristar. You're going to immediately regret it. This has been Hams and Bread with a little bit of Hams and Spread. Congratulations, Rick Fieldsman. See you next segment. Bring back ice cream. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bear's Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Oh, 
Oh, Bears Fantasy Corner. In a lot of leagues, you may be in your semifinals. Maybe Dan Doinks and Bill Doinks are playing each other in their league in the semifinals. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit, but that's not the point of this segment. This is to make you monies in your daily fantasy. All that stuff with our hot, hot picks. Dan, what are the standings now? You versus me for the year. Where? What are we looking, bud? We are officially locked up. Locked up, tied up, six, six, and one, Bill. We oh, are tied shit. down to the wire here. You had Ryan Nall last week. Unfortunately, he had zero points. Okay, That's okay. two weeks in a row for you. You've had zero. So you might need to take this a little more serious, buddy. I had Jimmy Graham. He had a touchdown, maybe another catch. I didn't look it up. I don't care. He had nine fantasy points. So that put me at six, six, and one. We are tied. Bill, maybe pick a player this week that will get points. So you go first. Okay. All right. I I put some thought into this this afternoon because I thought, I don't think I've been on what you'd call a hot streak. You know, Sam Mustafer really let me down a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a guy who had a, had a good Sunday. He has been a pleasant surprise. He has taken a lot of snaps away from another person in his position room. It's Darnell Mooney. I'm gonna I want to see him hit pay dirt again. That was an awesome touchdown he had against the Texans. Let's get loose against the Vikings, buddy. Let's go, Mooney. Let's go. I need to get back in the winning circle. Bringing that back. Why do I keep saying that this episode? That's stupid. Darnell Mooney. He is my pick to click dan doinks you might have a special visitor during various fantasy corner who is it yes it's jordan doinks and the dog she's walking very gingerly trying to go into the room and it's not nope very squeaky door so that's cool uh that was a great pick bill i love it I'm going to one-up you here. I'm going to also go at the same position. So we're going to be – it's going to be real heated. I bet you can guess who I'm going to take. You have a guess? Anthony Miller? Close. Javon Wims. (laughs) I'm going to take Wims. Breakout game. Everyone else is going to be covered. He's going to have a breakout game. He's going to sign a max deal immediately after. There will be apologies everywhere for suspending him. Javon Wims, that's my guy. Okay. Yeah, they ran a jet sweep with him on Sunday. I thought that was kind of weird. Of like of all the guys, why why Wims? It's not really fast. It was very unnecessary. You know what? I just gotta kick my dog out of the way here, so don't mind me. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> You've met Jordan Doinks, ladies and gentlemen of of the jury. You've met her on uh on estrogen and eggs before she's a huge john wayne gacy fan so don't hold that against her just got oh jordan doinks is back uh she has a hammer this time and a screwdriver is that what that is and she's uh i she's doing construction apparently do you have your hard hat okay all right so that was fun that was a very visual thing for only myself so i'm sure that was a real pleasure to listen to 
Okay, so we we still in fantasy corner here, Bill. We sure are, but okay. who, who led the league this okay. week, Dan? Who led the league this week? Thank you very much for bringing me back. Here's our top three. You want to guess? Want to guess who was tops this week? Yes, Odie, John Arbuckle, and John Arbuckle's dad. <laughs> Did we figure out what the dad's name was? No, he held a pitchfork in the only image I saw, and it was not perverted oddly okay it had his name is either john wayne or gacy okay so aaron Rodgers. speaking of creepy clowns aaron Rodgers was first this week 41 fantasy points drew Locke was second Hmm. that's a weird one he had 37 fantasy points but even more strange mitch was third whoa mitch was third in fantasy points that's before the game tonight, so don't hold it against me. And if you, you have a problem with it, go fuck yourself. So Mitch had 34 fantasy points, so that was neat. Good for him. Good for him. Most of those first quarter, right? Did he yeah. have any? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we only had a few field goals in the second half. Just a couple. <laughs> it's just it's, a voice. Yeah, yeah. So any thoughts on any of those? Um, that. It's got to be the first time, at least since we've been doing zero doinks at Mitch's top three. And it also feels like it's the first time that Mahomes or Watson are not in the top three. Am I wrong about the Mitch stat? I might be. I want to say the game against the Tampa Bay Bucks mm. a few years ago, he was he had to have been, right? Didn't he have like five touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that might have been a week. But yeah, you're right. That's. I'm su- I'm surprised he hasn't been a in a negative player as well. So, um, who was right. this week? Good segue, Dan. Great segue. Good pat myself on the back. Trash performers of the week. Taysom Hill trash performers of the week. Yeah, I'm still going with it. I don't care. Presented by Glad. Glad. Thank you for sponsoring and holding all of my empty hams cans. Okay, Colt McCoy, quarterback for your New York Giants, had negative one point. Uh, I don't know what happened. Daniel Jones get hurt? Does anybody care? No, uh, I'm not sure. They're not in a first big place. Giants fan. Aren't they in yeah, first they place? Or okay. I think Washington may have taken him over. Okay, all right. Uh, well, he had negative one point. Uh, there's a gentleman named Alex Erickson who plays wide receiver for the Bengals, had negative point eight five points. Uh, and another Alex this week, Alex Smith, negative point four seven points. So he, I'm really worried he's going to, he's going to lose, actually lose a limb. I know. (laughs) I know it. Yeah. They were, I was watching red zone a little bit when they were massaging his, his, you know, almost, uh, yeah. Lost limb. Right. It was really, it was kind of creepy. And then he limped. I was, yeah, that thing is really skinny. That's like after, You've had something in a cast for a while, right? Where you just like can't build that muscle back. Do you cringe every time he gets hit? Because I yes, do. yes, I yeah. do, and I feel like the players do too. Yeah. I feel like even when they hit him, they're like, "Oh, please don't die." So yeah, good for him. He's he's all right. Yeah, he's playing okay. I mean, he's he's like he's back fine. to old. He's like back to old Alex Smith. Checked out. Checked down Johnson. Right. Yes. So, uh, okay. So, uh, Taysom Hill, we want to talk about him a little bit. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. He somehow had 27 fantasy points by, what? by, by all accounts, he was trash. 
because he is trash. They lost to the Eagles. He got outplayed by my boyfriend, Jalen Hurts. So, Taysom, I mean, are there people that stand up for him? I think in New Orleans, probably, right? You think so? Jared's buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But do you think they believe it? Like, they're like, yep, this is it. This is our guy. There's no way, right? You can't after last week, I would I would think. I can't believe he had 27 fantasy points. I know most of it was garbage, I'm sure, but he was terrible. He's basically just a little bit smarter version of Mitch. Oh, He's Mitch. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. I, I think he just kind of knows where to throw it a little bit better than Mitch. But other than that, they're the same guy. Uh, he's trash. Taysom Hill's terrible. He's making too much money. I don't like his face. I don't like his attitude. He makes me hate the Saints. Stop it, Taysom Hill. Get off the field. Hey, you know what? I I really like Jameis, too. Jameis should be in there. He's more fun. He's better. He has terrible eyesight. Get him in there. Get him in there. No, that that was a resounding endorsement right there i mean they got they have to play they have to play the chiefs this weekend so i'm sure Taysom will be able to keep up with patrick oh. mahomes right oh no doubt no doubt mahomes has got to be i mean mahomes might as well just go left-handed for most of the game because it won't matter because Taysom's gonna just have just dump right down his leg so yeah no i i i know that Taysom's put up some fantasy points lately but i've been changed my mind he still fucking sucks yeah. When's Breeze coming back? Does anybody know that? Is he he's kind of back know. at practice, but not doing anything, right? He, he still has a lot of cracked ribs, I think, among other things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Saints seem like they were they you know, are they still in first or have the Packers taken over that spot? Yeah, they're tied, but the Packers have the tiebreaker since they beat them. Okay. Man, the Packers just seem so much better to me. I'm really worried. I think I think they're Rodgers is scary this year. He's just gonna do whatever he wants and and hopefully he fucks it up. Oh, oh. I, I do uh, let's go back to the Eagles though and Jalen Hurts. Would you would you take Jalen Hurts uh over Cole Komet right now? Yeah, I was thinking about that this week, actually. And maybe even before the game, before, um, yeah, I think it was before Sunday, because I was like, all right, it's his first start. He's probably going to be good. And we're all going to wonder, should we have skipped over the tight end and just gone with Hurts? Because he'd be starting for the Bears by now, right? He would. And not that that would necessarily work for him, because he'd be on the Bears. (laughs) But, um, yes, yes. I I love Cole Komet. But and we kind of said at the time, so we love the draft pick of Cole Komet. And then when Jalen Hurts got drafted before our second second round pick, we were all you and I at least were like, oh, we we're a little we we're a little crestfallen. Yeah, it was. Would you? I, I can have. I, yeah, yeah. I would. I think I would take Hurts over Komet still. I mean, I think Komet's been better, but I think this would be a perfect time to have somebody who's a proven winner. I mean, Hurts is a winner. He's at, he is athletic. I know Mitch is too, but Mitch has never proven to be anything other than uh, a cool guy who drove a shitty car. So it's, I, I guess, 
I I can never remember this. Hertz was taken before Jalen Johnson. I can never keep that straight. Yeah, so so Komet went 50, I think, right? Something like that. Hertz went 53, and I think Johnson went... Wait, no, okay. I might have that wrong. Maybe I have that wrong. I uh, thought for some reason we passed him twice. Shit, we might have. God damn it. I should have I should have looked that up. I knew you were going to ask. <laughs> Uh, keep I mean, talking, I li- bud. I, I was going to say, I literally knew I was going to ask that, and I still didn't look it up. So uh, <laughs> e- either way, I'm not upset with Komet or Johnson, and Johnson turns out to be, you know, he's turning out to be a really solid corner who's only going to get better. So that that was actually a really good pick that in the moment I didn't love it because I wanted a quarterback, and I, I was right. <laughs> the Bears need a fucking quarterback. So... I think it would be nice to have him sort of in your back pocket and, you know, in this moment when you know you're moving on from Mitch, you really should be moving on from Nick Foles. It would be nice to just have someone in the fold and, you know, Komet, it's fine. He He's, I'm happy where Komet is now. It, you know, asked me four weeks ago and I was like, fuck that guy. He is trash. So... <laughs> <laughs> you're so right we did we did skip him twice you're you're correct 43 yeah, was so, Komet. 50 was johnson okay that's what i thought because i wanted to take Komet and then take hertz with our second pick so it's hard for me to be upset with them taking jalen johnson but yeah. you know it's it's gonna be hard to watch and, and maybe hertz won't be that great but as of right now monday december 14th not a big calendar guy <laughs> Yeah, right. I would. I would. I. I'm a little hurt. I'm a little oh. Jalen hurts. He's not on our oh, team. Oh God! So many puns. Yeah, <laughs> so wonderful. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, how are you going to do against uh, Bear Force One this week? I'm the two seed. You're the three seed in our in our awesome league that's been going on since 2005. Maybe no, 2004 even. What's what's going to happen, Dan? I know nobody gives a fuck, but it is kind of interesting that we're playing each other in the semis. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get my ass kicked this week. I think there's no doubt about that. I'm fine with it. You're. I would. You're, I would. I love ru- losing to just such a great guy as yourself. There's no way I could win. No Shut way up. at all. I might as well not even put out a team. Um, but no, I was. I was telling you off air. I was pretty happy with the numbers i put up and i just happened to peek over what your team did you would have beaten me by like 30 this week so uh yeah i'm not not confident but i'm up a lot of fun bill well the bears fantasy team that i own may have skeeted a little prematurely though you know i don't know it's all it's all about the matchups baby so we'll see We'll see what happens. I hope to whoop your ass, but if I lose, there could not be a more gentlemanly person to lose to. You are a class act, Dan. And, man, unbelievable. Just such a great guy. Oh, nobody's better than you, Bill. You're just such an incredible fantasy owner. You're an average dad. You're a great friend, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. In no particular order. This has been... Bears Fantasy Corner. Thank you, Dan, for all of your research. Bye-bye, dickheads. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. 
Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. Wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. The Big Ten Minute. Here we are, Bill. Bill, I would say it was a rough week for your Illini, so I'm going to just go ahead and take a time out over here in one of the western suburbs I live in, not far from you. Big map guy. Go ahead, Bill. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, good news is the Illini hoops team whooped Duke's ass in Cameron Indoor. That was a little creepy because there were no Cameron crazies jumping around. Eerie, but I loved it. And then it went downhill from there. The hat game, the Land of Lincoln trophy, the hat, went for the sixth year in a row from Illinois to Northwestern. And so I paid off a debt to uh, to Grease Tank, to Frank. Fan and Egg, you'll hear it at the end of this segment. There is a song. It's a tribute to Northwestern on behalf of an Illinois uh, fan, football fan. So you're welcome, Frank. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, the song is called uh, Wild Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> and so enjoy. Uh, but not only did Illinois lose the trophy, they lost their football coach, who was fired on Sunday morning. Lovey Smith, former Bears coach, as we all know. And uh, five years into his tenure at Illinois, I want to say, yeah, five years, uh, gone. Gone, fired, gone. And that came hours after Illinois lost the uh, bragging rights game in, in hoops on Saturday night to the Missouri Tigers. That one stung. I'm still pissed about that game. Fuck you, Missouri. God, I hate you so much. It's irrational. Uh, but let's we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Lovey in a minute. Let's go to you, Dan. Let's talk Gophers first. What's going on with the Gophers? I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry about Lovey. We, we love you. Everyone loves Mr. Lovey Smith. I mean, as a, as Bears fans, nobody likes to see that go down like that. Actually, I think I feel like Lovey's got to be a bit relieved, right? Oh yeah, he was yeah, never. He's got to be fine. I never yeah. in, could picture him sitting in a living room of an 18 year old trying to recruit never right so no i no. heard this on the radio today that uh and you had said this to me right when he got fired we were texting about you know one of the reasons he probably got fired because his recruiting really fell off uh i think it was uh, jeff dickerson is he i think he's an illini alum and they were asking yep. him on the radio and he he made a comment that not this cl- this current class but the class before he literally had didn't sign anyone from the state of illinois Correct. That's that's zero a, Illinois signees. That's yeah. a killer. That's an absolute yes. killer for this state in particular, especially when talents go into Wisconsin. The Minnesota, I think, has signed mm-hmm. this year like four guys from Illinois. That's yeah. that just can't yep. that just can't happen. So uh, that was a killer. Yeah, he has to be so relieved. And I'd love to know what like what is he doing now? Does he get out of Champagne like 
like that minute, like two middle fingers out, out <laughs> the door. Like I'm out of here. Where does he go? I mean, yeah. What does he do now? I don't, I don't know. I thought kind of, I, I was a little surprised they fired him, I guess, just because of 2020, but it was the right move. I do think that. And, and I did think too, are they going to let him like gracefully say that he's retiring but but I don't know. Maybe he still wants to coach somewhere, so he wouldn't have wanted that anyway. So I don't I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, I I bet he's relieved. He there's no way he's like, you know, he's got that little arrogance to him. You know that he probably felt like I'm not gonna kiss any of these high schoolers' no asses or any of these high school coaches even. Like I could like he had no. It's funny now you hear the stories that come out where. Illinois high school coaches are like, yeah, we never heard from Lovey. Like we heard from somebody on his staff, but he made no effort. Really? And, was, and somebody said on the radio today, and it's easy to say now, which is kind of bullshit. But on the radio, um, somebody, I think it was Lawrence Holmes, he was interviewing um, Jeremy Warner, who writes for the uh, Illini Inquirer online, which is awesome. He said that Lovey actually never even bought a house in Champaign. He bought like a, a condo, but then he spent like every moment he could in Arizona, basically. Oh, so he was okay. never really like – he was never in. And you always kind of joked about that. I think you, you, you and I did offline. I think you're always like, he he's not even like into this at all, is he? And there's probably some truth to that. No, and the, and the, the, the beard, the, the white beard was a red flag for me immediately that that was a cry for help. Like I, I'm losing my will to live. I live in Champaign. I'm coaching shithead kids at, at like a bottom tier program. Like what a thankless job. I mean, not, not to say that it's not going to be a good job at some point. It can be a good job, but God damn, he has to be relieved. Sorry. We went on and on about lovey. Do you want to talk about the next, the the next coach now? I want to, uh yeah, and then let's segue right, to the, right. the ghosts. Yeah, so who, yeah. Who's, who, who has your eye? So um, it seems like like the top three that are circulating are um, the guy from Buffalo, Leopold, I think, who's who was a Wisconsin Whitewater guy, I guess, which is he won like six national championships in a row and then got his first shot in D one at Buffalo. Seems kind of awesome. I yeah, I don't know. That's fine, I guess. Whatever. And he has Midwestern ties. Um, and then uh, Jeff Monken, you hear a lot about from Army. And and the uh, the downside to him is they've been running the triple option at Army. But it sounds like it's he does that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of <laughs> Army football. <laughs> Although I have I have gambled on him and won. But but it sounds like he like he was in the running for the South Carolina job. Like basically. He can adapt that to a spread offense pretty easily. That just there's just no point in doing that at Army. But he's an, he's a total Illinois guy. He's a, he's a Wheaton guy. Uh, he's from he went to Milliken, and so he's and he's I think he's originally from Peoria. So that might make a ton of sense as a guy that could sell the university too. And then uh, Sean Lewis, uh, Kent State. He's like 33. He's an up-and-comer. They average like 40 points a game. They have terrible defense, but hopefully he would hire a good defensive coordinator. But he's from Oaklawn and um, has good t- – I think he's he's from the Matt Campbell tree, I want to say, maybe. I can't remember exactly. But 
any of those three kind of make sense as current guys that are that are on the come. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I think like the dream guy would be um, who the what the fuck's his name? It, it's Cincinnati, former Ohio State guy. Uh, shit. He was one of Urban Meyer's guys. He's like the hot guy that I think oh, he's yeah. waiting on Michigan, like on Jim Harbaugh to get fired. And he'll take the Michigan job. Probably Finkel. Is that right? Oh uh, yeah, that, that sounds right. Does that sound right or whatever? Ray Finkel. Uh, but yes, <laughs> exactly. I can't think of his name. So he's the guy that, that, you know, Illinois grads would want, like just throw, throw a ton of money at him and see if he'll take it. But he turned down Michigan state last year. If you're going to turn down Michigan state, why would you go to Champagne a year later? It doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. I think the point is you got to get a guy who's actually going to create an identity who's going to be there a long time and actually gives a fuck about recruiting. That sounds good. I'm I'm into those three things. So so we'll see. I'm I'm excited. It's like it's a deep pool to choose from. It sounds like uh, they're one of the few high Division One jobs that are out there. So the timing's actually pretty damn good. So we'll see. I'm intrigued. It was time for Lovey to go as much as it hurts my soul. What Enough a, about Illinois. No, no, I got what you didn't mention Gus Malzahn. Is he going to be on the radar at all now that he's looking for a gig? Yeah, doesn't sound like it just because he he's a Southern boy, probably not interested in non. Like, I, I think the rumor is like he would just just live on a beach for a year and then take be in the running for another job in the SEC or ACC. But yeah, I don't know. Well, he's getting twenty eight million dollars from Auburn. I mean, he, I, did you hear yeah. that? He uh, the first half of it's due in thirty days. They got to cut him a check for oh. fourteen million. Holy is that shit! Not the dream, oh, right there. Like God. that is talk about a guy just like two middle fingers outside of downtown Auburn. I don't, I don't know. I thought of uh, our old buddy Thod, who has been on this show, yes. who lives in Auburn. So as like a pseudo Auburn fan, I think deep down he kind of loves it when they lose just to see some of those people down there miserable. But he's a huge Illini fan. And I first thought of like, what if Malzahn, who I think he's like, he's, he's always said he's a shithead, goes from Auburn <laughs> to Illinois and Thad would just lose his mind. So, uh, yeah. I hope not. I don't actually, I don't want like a retread this time around. Like I, I, and I mean, obviously if he's good enough for Auburn, he's more than good enough for Illinois football, but I feel like that's, that's like, that's a total Illinois move. It, you know, they got Lovey after he was just fired by the Bucks. They got Zook just after he was fired by Florida. It's like, all right, those are two big names. You don't necessarily need like a big name. You need a dude who's who's going to actually build a program like they do in Wisconsin. Sorry, sorry to mention Wisconsin, <laughs> Dan, but in Iowa, right? It's like you know, it's and what PJ has done in Minnesota. Like you don't need, you know, I, I don't know. You need like you a, don't need Urban Meyer. You're right. You need like a fiery young guy who's gonna inspire young people. The opposite of yeah. Lovey. Like it's just yes. You need you need a staff. You like yeah. You know, they they put so much weight on the head coach has to be like a Midwestern Illinois guy. And I think you're really limiting yourself being, you know, you, you know, you rattled off a bunch of like, uh, who is the guy who like went to Milliken or the Peoria guy? Uh, yeah, Monken. Yeah, yeah, and I that's 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 great and all. But I mean, you don't you don't need the top guy to be like the Illinois guy. You just need somebody on your staff to be the the connector of talent to your program so uh yeah 
it's it's yeah. I don't know. I, it would I, be a bonus, yeah. but it shouldn't be a prereq, right? I think it just so happens that three of the top options do have some Illinois connection. But you're right. Yeah, it could be it could be a dude from freaking California. I don't care. Yeah, like just right. just right. win, baby. Yeah, and that's it's funny. I hopefully hopefully you have uh, two new coaches for your football teams this year. So uh, all right, let's let's talk about the Gophers. Gophers uh, played at Nebraska this weekend. Those were two very mediocre teams. They went 24-17. Moves the Gophers to 3-3. You know, the Gophers stink. The first time they had played in like three weeks. The offense looks – I mean, it's funny to watch the Gophers. They they could run the ball like no other. It's like just the – you know, their offensive line is pretty awesome. They create huge holes. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> and they run the ball really well. And Tanner Morgan throw like he has so much confidence throwing the ball. It's like very anti Mitch. Uh, but their Gophers defense is awful. They're just terrible. So, uh, but Nebraska stinks. Is there, it's always fun to beat Nebraska. There's not a more irrational fan base in the Big Ten. Like everything they think they are is not. None of it's warranted at all. It's just it cracks it's me up. So true. Yes. It's you know, yes. oh, we're Nebraska. We're Nebraska. We're we're a blue blood, blue blood team, and they're they haven't literally have done nothing. They've done nothing of substance, and I I'm it's here like, for it. It's like Indiana basketball, where you're living in the '80s. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, I'll be honest, I didn't even know there was this extra play in game or whatever the hell we're calling it until you told me. On Twitter last weekend, so Gophers are matched up with Wisconsin, so that's fun. It keeps the, like the longest rivalry going in history. I don't know. Look it up. I don't give a shit for Paul Bunyan's axe. Gophers. Uh, so the game's this this Saturday, three p.m. in Madison. Excuse me. Gophers are getting eleven and a half. Not enough. Not enough. Don't don't take the really? Gophers. I will okay. I will end up taking them because I love losing money on the Gophers. I didn't this weekend, which felt really weird. Um, I'm going to take the Gophers, but don't do that. I'm stupid. Don't do that. So <laughs> that's a quote quote of the segment right there. Yep. So, yep. so, uh, I, so yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. I don't. It's a rivalry game, though, buddy. Don't you just throw out the records? You throw out the spread, and it comes down to one possession. Well, we we yeah, I was a I was a rivalry game too, and we just got a fucking asses handed to us this year. So, and that that te- that tends to happen against the Badgers as well, as much as it pains me to say. Uh, so, I don't have any confidence in them beating Wisconsin, but it'd be fun. I'm rooting for it. Uh, so, but like I said. Be smart. Don't take the Gophers. I'm going to do it, but know that I'm going to lose money. I know I'm going to lose money, but I have to do it. It's the last game of the year. So, uh, yep, yep, that's that's it for the Gophers. You're a line. I, I have another game as well. Who's who's the interim coach? Uh, Rod Smith, offensive coordinator. He's about 800 pounds, and okay. he's not great at coordinating offense, which is part of the reason that Lovey Smith is on the street. Uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, they play Penn State. They go to Jerry Sandusky's basement on Saturday afternoon. Yep, they're getting 15 points. What would you do there? Mm. You know, I'd stay away. I, it's easy to do in Illinois because you don't have the <laughs> option. You can't bet on it. 
I because that is one of those random like Penn State's terrible and Illinois obviously not good either, but if they have to play, they might as well play well. I don't know who they're playing for exactly, Illinois. They're probably they're, I don't know. They could probably cover 15. I don't think Penn State scores a ton of points. No, they, they I, suck. I would just yeah, stay the fuck away, though. I Yeah, don't don't bet the game. Like, it, I'm stupid. If I lived in Iowa, I would bet on the Illini. <laughs> but don't be like me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay away, guys. I would take it a step further and say don't even watch it. There's no, there's no reason to even watch the game. Lovey's gone. <laughs> yeah. The will to live yeah. is dead for the Illini football program this year. So just just hang it up. Yeah. Hang out with your family on Saturday for once in your life and don't watch the Illini. The, the only exception to that, I would say, is if Illinois uh, announces a hire prior to Saturday, then bet the Illini because then those guys might actually be playing for that new coach. Like, hey, don't forget about me next year, unless they just transfer out. Yeah. But, <laughs> So, I don't know. But again, easy for me to say. Pritzker says don't bet on Illinois college sports. Corrupt, corrupt. Okay, so let's. you talked about Illini hoops. Let's talk about gopher basketball. I actually don't know what it's like to see uh, losses for my uh, gopher hoops because <laughs> they're currently 6-0. and They won last week in the ACC Big Ten Challenge against Boston College. They won 85-80 in overtime. So you're welcome, Big Ten. Thanks for bringing football back, Nebraska. Uh, they also beat uh, another Blue Blood team, Kansas City, University of Kansas City, I think. Uh, beat the hell out of them, 90-61. to 61. So Gophers are 6-0. and uh, They play Tuesday night in Champaign. I think I did see a line. It's 8. I think we were close. Mm-hmm. We said 9 or 10. I think it's 8 now. Yeah. So we okay. can't bet it. Uh, I, but I just... I know you're 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 going to give a prediction where the Illini is going to beat the shit out of them, but I want to give you something to look out for. <clears throat> Are you ready? Born. Okay. Ready. So you're going to want to look out for Gopher Star, six uh, ten sophomore. I think he's a, maybe not a red shirt. Sam Freeman. He's from Dallas, Texas. He didn't know where Dallas was. Uh, he hasn't played much yet this year, but you're going to look out for him because uh, we all know, of course, two years ago, he was the number 18 prospect coming out of the state of Texas. All right. You're not going to want to see him down in the post like he did in high school. He averaged one and a half blocks per game. Uh, wow. So, you know, of course, his mom, Stephanie, dad, Sammy and brother Stefan are looking for him to get some more run in the Big Ten. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't know if you knew this. I think they've said it many times on ESPN. Uh, Sam plans to major in business management. Wow. Yeah, I think Kofi Coburn is shaking, shaking in his shorts right now. He doesn't want to face Stefan's brother, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I shaking in his boots indeed. So Illini plus uh, are given eight to my Gophers. I don't even feel like I don't even need to ask you. They're going to, you think the line are going to cover that easily, right? Yeah. They're going to win by, I don't know. Easily. I think they'll win by 12. You'll, you'll hit, uh, it'll be 18 and Minnesota will hit two threes that don't mean anything to get it to 12. I think the Gophers are going to shock the world and Sam Freeman 
and they're only going to lose. They're going to win outright. No, they're oh. only going to lose by three. You know that that's not crazy, right? Big Ten is tight. I hope you're right as long as Illinois wins. I'll in give all, you that. In all seriousness, uh, the Gophers are playing pretty well. They just they don't definitely don't have the same talent the Illini do, and it and it and it, I watched most of the uh, at least the second half of the Illini Missouri game, and I, I mentioned this to you that the fact that they were down and came back on the road against a, a rival like that is really is really encouraging. That that's that's a good team. The Illini are a good team, even though they've got two losses on the books. They're like two quality losses for sure. So. Um. Yeah. No. It's Illini and Gophers are very. <laughs> Gophers have beaten uh, North Dakota or what was the team they played like seven times in the first week. I know they've only played six games. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount. Yeah, that's right. With the big Australian dude. So, uh, yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Big Ten's back, baby. I love it. It's going to be an awesome year. For Big Ten hoops, no doubt about it. Even for your Gophers, I think that the Gophers, I think Rick Pitino Jr. is just, he's putting together a squad. They are quiet. They are going to sneak up on some teams, but hopefully not the Illini tomorrow night. Dan, a pleasure as always talking Big Ten with you. Stay tuned for the end of this segment where you're going to hear me sing to Frank's Northwestern Wildcats because I lost a bet. God damn it. Whose idea was that? Was that Mark? I think that was Mark in North Carolina. That was his idea. I'm pretty sure. I I think maybe I floated it out there. I'm not positive. Oh, so I, damn it. I'm sorry. But you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> you're welcome. See you next segment as well. Fans and eggs. We are going to Minneapolis. It's going to be red hot. The hat was won just the other day. The cats won again in the usual way. There were balls to catch, a line I to outplay. Always a route home or away. Northwestern won before I knew it as they do. I say, I want to be like you, Pat. When can I be like you? Wildcats scoring fatal offense on the move. Little boy Pat has his team in a groove. Will we ever beat them? We don't know when. Maybe I'll be dead by then. Maybe we'll all be dead then. The hat was won just the other day. The cats won again in the usual way. There were balls to catch, a line I to outplay. Always a route home or away. Northwestern won before I knew it as they do. I say, I want to be like you, Pat. When can I be like you? Wildcats scoring fatal offense on the move. Little boy Pat has his team in a groove. Will we ever beat them? We don't know when. Maybe I'll be dead by then. Maybe we'll all be dead then. Well, the pen is dry, but my hams are soaking wet. You know a good lie has got some fans and eggs in it. I've waited my whole life 
for a chance to hear a segment with their fans while I suck on my beer. From Topeka to Maine, from Tokyo to Spain, we all want you here. We want you all here. From New York to Fort Wayne, by Greyhound or by train, I guess I'll keep waiting, waiting for fans and eggs. Welcome back to Zero Doinks. This is Fans and Eggs, our fan segment where we talk to a Bears fan from across the country or the world. And this week we are going to Minneapolis. And if you're familiar with Minneapolis hip hop, you may know our guest as Styles from The Real Is Back Music. Or if you listen to other sports podcasts besides Zero Doinks, you may know him as Marcel on Across the Plain. It is Marcel in Minneapolis. Welcome, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I'm really excited. Of course. Yeah, you're you're across enemy lines there in, in Minneapolis. How is it being a Bears fan in Minneapolis? And did you did you grow up there or how'd you become a Bears fan? So I I'm born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but my dad is from Blue Island, Illinois, which is just south of the city of Chicago. Um, so he is a diehard Bears fan. So growing up, you, you in our household, you weren't allowed to be a Vikings fan. You're going to watch football. You were a Bears fan. Uh, there was there was no other options. There was no wearing purple and gold. Uh, that just couldn't be. So I've been a Bears fan my entire life, thanks to my dad. So I'm the reason why I have to watch us not have a quarterback every week. <laughs> well, it's it's if you're going to be anywhere as a Bears fan, Minneapolis is a good place to be because one, many Minnesota people are just nice, and two, what are Vi- what are Vikings fans going to say? I mean, they've been trash forever. Uh, yeah, being a Bears fan in Minneapolis, it's kind of funny because anytime anyone talks about the Bears, I can always say, well, I've seen them at least play in a Super Bowl, which is more than most Vikings fans I know. Uh, can say about their team. I at least got. I at least had the privilege to watch my team embarrass themselves in the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, growing up in Minneapolis, a Bears fan, man, you get made fun of a lot because you don't have a quarterback. But it's always it's always fun to poke back at them that they don't have a Super Bowl. So we may have a quarterback, but we do have a Super Bowl. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Do they even? Do, so they actually still try to talk shit, even though they are Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, because I mean they they do have more playoff appearances. I'll give them that, and so that's kind of what they hang their hat on is that well, you know, at least we make the playoffs. It's like all right, cool. You always losing them, so no one no one ever remembers the playoff losers. Have you been to their new stadium? It looks it looks pretty sweet on on TV, but um, you know, it's no it's no Soldier Field. No, uh, I actually never been to Soldier Field, which is on a bucket list of mine but um i've never been to the viking stadium for a vikings game i've been there for a concert before um but i I will give them this it's a great stadium i do i do think it is a fantastic stadium but i really want to get to soldier field i really want to go this year i like was planning it out and everything you know whole covid situation happened uh but one day I will get there. That is definitely on a bucket list of mine. Well, up until this year, it was always good to come to a Vikings game at Soldier Field because we would always kick their ass. But I mean, up until a few weeks ago. Well, so yeah, I think man. you got to make it a point. You. you got you got some Vikings fans you can tag along, bring them to Chicago. They get harassed a little yeah. bit and uh, see their team get their ass kicked in Soldier Field. I highly recommend it. Are you a are you a Gopher fan at all? Um. So. I do. 
you know, I, I, I respect the Gopher program. Um, I'm not super into college football, uh, but I'll, but I, if, if I'm going to watch it, I'll probably, I'll be rooting for them, but I, I know what's going to happen. I never put too much interest into, into them because really college football is really not interesting to me until near the end and all the bowl games and playoffs and stuff like that. And I just know they're never going to be anything. Well, they were, they played Auburn last year on new year. So that, that was a fun game to watch, but I know consistently they're never going to be there. So I, I don't really get into them. Yeah, Dan is Dan's a big Gophers guy. He uh he spent he, his first two years in college was at, at in Minneapolis, right? Right, Dan. He actually yeah, played okay. played for Glenn Mason yeah. back in the day, and then transferred back, back home to ISU. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, the, the Gophers historically will uh, have a good year like last year, and then they'll have a bad run for a while. So you're you were pretty unfortunately you were pretty dead on there. <laughs> Uh, it's just that's just Minnesota sports in general. So <laughs> that's right. Are you uh, you a big T Wolves fan? I actually am a huge Timberwolves fan. Um, they're at they're at their preseason game is on right now, and they're getting just smacked right now. Um, <laughs> so as you can see, I love I love cheering for cheering for teams that disappoint me. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm very I'm very hopeful for them. I love the Anthony Edwards pick. Uh, I really think D'Lo and Cat can be a very good duo in this league, so I am excited for them. I'm not going to put too much hope into them because every time I do, they end up crushing me. But hey, I mean, they're they're really the only basketball. Well, that's not true. I'm also a huge LeBron James fan too. Um, so it's either Timberwolves or wherever LeBron is. That's usually who I end up cheering for in basketball. Is uh, is is Kevin Garnett the best Timberwolf of all time? He has to be right. It's not even close. There's it's Kevin Garnett, and then you could literally put everyone else uh, into their own category. Uh, he is he is just absolute icon here. So, were you happy to see him win in Boston, or was that was that oh. kind of bittersweet? So, Marcel as an adult, thinking back at it, is very happy that he won a championship in Boston. Uh, Marcel, who was twelve at the time was definitely pretty salty that he was gone. And I was like, I hope he never wins a championship. Uh, I, he was supposed to win one in Minnesota, not in Boston. And then he went and won one his first year. So I was a little salty about that. Um, it's actually pretty funny because Kevin Garnett left here and won a ring in a year. Kevin Love left here and won a ring in two years. Jimmy Butler left here and went to the finals in two years. So that's just kind of what we do. It's kind of what we do. So... <laughs> At this point, I'm, I'm happy like a, when guys get out of here. It's just a minor league team at this point. That's the kind of way it feels. They get their feet I mean, wet yeah. a little bit, and then they're, then they're gone. Uh, yeah, we've been. I've 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 been down on the uh, kind of near the way teams benches for games, and uh, I've definitely heard them call us a farm league. So, <laughs> yeah, they were That's really bad good. when that happened. There, we get a little more respect now with Cat and D'Lo, but. Before them, it was it was bad. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, and the Bulls, you know, we we gave you Jimmy Butler. I mean, at least we still we still have Levine, but that's about. I think that's the only thing. Well, I guess Markinen too. I guess is part of that draft pick. But I I really look at that trade as a loss for both teams. Neither team really got anything out of it. It definitely like helps to put us like make us feel better that Jimmy we got rid of Jimmy who is like you know, a superstar talent now and then, but now he's gone. So it's like, well, that would have happened here. At least we have marketing who can disappoint us. 
for another yeah. year. <laughs> so I mentioned before that you you've, you've got a podcast called Across the Plane. Tell us a little bit about uh, what what that's about. I think it's you and three buddies, and, and kind of what you talk about and where people can find you there. Um, so we've been doing Across the Plane for over a year now. I think we're coming up on two years. I'm trying. I think we started March of 2018. No, 2019. So yeah, I believe we're coming up on two years of that. Um, basically, we we tried to cover all sports, especially the local Minneapolis sports. Um, but what ends up happening is we mainly end up talking about uh, the NFL and the NBA. Um, and it's me, uh, my cousin, Tresden, and then our buddies, uh, Will and Jake. And basically, we, we spent about an hour to an hour and a half talking about everything that happened in the NFL that week and the NBA news that's been going on. Um, so as the NBA gets back going, we'll, you know, get heavy back into Timberwolves basketball. Uh, so, yeah, when the NFL and the NBA are both going on, it gets, like, really challenging for us to try to cut our show down because we love to talk about those two uh, sports. But, you know, we'll talk about baseball. Um, every once in a while, we'll have soccer. Last year, we talked a lot of golfers um, because they were winning. They were exciting. You know, they were worried they were talking about uh, we, we, we're not talking about them much this year, <laughs> um, but, we, you know, it's called Across the Plane because we try to cover as many sports as we can. Really, the only one we have never covered is hockey. None, like none of us are into hockey and the, we're the state of hockey. And we've been told that yeah. we're like, how, how come you guys don't not cover hockey? None of us watch any of it. None of us watch the playoffs, Stanley Cup. None of us watch any of it. So it just always gets left off. But it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, we record every Monday, and we we try to have an episode out every Tuesday. Drops at one thirty on Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram across the plane. Uh, T H A. We try to be a little different, you know, find a little <laughs> uniqueness to us. Uh, yeah, but we have a lot of fun. We talk a lot of sports. We get into a lot of arguments. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's just basically four guys hanging out talking sports. That's awesome. Yeah, we don't we don't really talk any hockey on our show either. There's really no, we, we don't we're, either. We're, yeah. we're kind of part of that like lost Blackhawks generation where you know they were good <laughs> when we were little, and then they were never on TV half the time, and then they were good again when we were adults, and we had found out about women. So we were we were. We were <laughs> <laughs> So no offense, Blackhawks. No offense. Yeah. And then you're. Hey, that's um, how we feel about the wild too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and then you, I mentioned too, you're you're part of a hip hop group. But I don't know if you're a duo. I'm not up with the lingo. I am very white. But what? <laughs> tell, tell us a little. <laughs> tell us a little bit about about that. I actually did listen to some of your stuff earlier today. I thought it was awesome. And yeah, tell us about the real is back music. So uh, 2015, uh, I moved back to Minneapolis. I was down at Drake University for school a couple of years and flunked out of there and moved back home. Um, <laughs> and I have been doing, I've been making hip hop music since I was about 13 years old. So I've been doing it now for, I believe about, uh, going on about 12 years now. Um, and when I came back, uh, I was dating uh, who the woman who is now my wife. Uh, I was her sister was dating this guy that she worked with, and 
they were telling me like, oh, he does hip hop music. You know, you guys should check him out. And, you know, I get told all the time when every, every I get told all the time, like, oh, yeah, so and so does hip hop music. You should do something together. And I'm always like, yeah, OK, we'll see. And um, he invited me, he invited me over to come check out his studio. Uh, he was also a producer. He played me some beats. I'm like, OK, this is kind of cool. Um, I really wasn't sure um, what he was into. And I'm not going to lie. He like he's a dark skinned dreadheaded dude. So I saw that. I'm like, man, this dude does trap and drill music. I don't have a gangster bone in my body. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Um, but he played he played me some of his music. And, you know, he's like, hey, let's he played me a beat. Like, hey, let's work on this together. And I heard his verse on it and I was shocked. I was like, yo, like this man got like actually a lot to talk about. He's talking about a lot of issues that go on that are going on in America for uh, African-American males um, and also the women as well. And he was really talking about a lot of issues that I, w- I felt like were important and that uh, I felt like I also enjoy speaking on. So we kind of just kept making music together and, you know, we started performing together and he's like, yo, we, but we all for maybe the first few months or so, we just performed as two, two guys individually and so one day we had a show he's like yo uh i put our name down as the real is back uh music and i'm like why he's like i don't know i feel like we need a name we've been performing <laughs> and so i just can't i just thought of that on the spot and we've been rolling with it ever since um slowly uh we've grown here in the city of minneapolis uh we believe our music has grown we, we just released our first uh album on streaming platforms last February called the Panda Effect. Uh, it took us four years to finally get on the platform, but we finally did it. We, re- we released a couple different EPs this year. Uh, we're planning to release another album very soon. We're working on a movie project, uh, a mini movie project, I should say, talking about uh, the youth innocence here in America and how they're kind of shown racism throughout their entire lives and how we think they react to it. Uh, so it's it's been a it's been a very long project. It's supposed it was supposed to be a project that only took like two months to do. It's been now going on over a year. Uh, and I mean COVID uh definitely interfered a lot uh with a lot of planning and shooting we were trying to do with that. But yeah, we've been doing this for now almost six years. Um we mostly focus on a lot of issues that go on, you know, especially with the George Floyd issues. Uh, we've been talking about that a lot lately, speaking on it. Um, it's been a great experience. I love making music. I don't I don't make music for money. I don't I really don't care if I ever get paid a cent for the music I make. I just like getting the message out there, expressing how I feel, uh, being the word for people who may not be able to speak, uh, may be too afraid to speak or too nervous. And I, I enjoy having that responsibility. I enjoy uh, speaking my truth and speaking the truth for others. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask you, but I, I noticed that it seemed like you guys, you know, weren't afraid to speak out against with, with things that are uncomfortable to talk about. And that was that was even before 2021, you know, the, the George Floyd happened in, in your in your hometown. How did that <laughs> how did that kind of did that change you guys in, in any way or did it make you? more comfortable speaking out, you know, against injustices or kind of how, how did that frame what you guys have already been doing? Well, unfortunately this, it really isn't the first major incident in the twin cities of a officer shooting an unarmed black man. We've actually, uh, we had Jamar Clark 
uh, about four years ago uh, that happened to him. And we had uh, Philando Castile uh, in the neighborhood just outside Minneapolis um, have a legal firearm and was fired upon uh, when the weapon was saw. So we've been kind of doing, we've been doing, I've been, we've been dealing with this for a few years now. Um, the George Floyd incident was just, it, it came, it came at a really bad time. Everyone was, uh, you know, had been cooped up in a house. Everyone had been stressed out due to COVID. Everyone's been just stressing and not sure how to deal with things. People are losing their jobs. And then we just had to have another incident like this drop in the middle of all that. And, you know, Eventually, you're gonna. Eventually, you lose trust, and the people are gonna lose trust in you if the same thing they've been fighting and crying about uh, keeps happening over and over, and there just seems to be nothing done about it. Uh, it really hit me hard because it was the first time Minneapolis truly, uh, truly got violent due to it. At least in my lifetime, um, places were being burnt down to the ground. Uh, people were getting hurt. Um, I believe one man died in uh, one of the riot fires. And so part of me felt like, man, this is, you know, it's really, it's really sad to see my city up in flames like this, but a message had to be made. Um, hopefully our voices will now be heard. And I hope we never have to do this again. Unfortunately, there are still incidents going on throughout the city and there's still just a lot of tension between police and the community. Um, the truth is, I don't know if there will ever be a time where the community would trust the police, especially not here in Minneapolis uh, or in a lot of other major metropolitan cities. There's just a lot of corruption in police forces um, that a lot of things get covered up. A lot of things aren't spoken about. And we, we just got sick of it. But it, it was really emotional time for me. But I overcame it. I wrote a lot of dope music uh, for it. A lot of great music came out of it. And I hope and none of that music that was written for uh, talking about that specific issue has been released yet. So hopefully the uh, my message is spread. And again, I'm not I'm not looking to make any money off it. I just hope the people here. I hope the people love it. I hope the people uh, learn that it's okay to speak out and learn and learn to use their voice as well. That's awesome. That's awesome, Marcel. Thank you for sharing all that. I mean, it's it's. You sound like you're doing incredible work. You sound incredibly busy as well with the podcast and giving a voice to to those who don't want to speak out. And I'm 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 happy to meet you. That's that's really really awesome to hear, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad to meet both of you as well. So absolutely, yeah. We're just we're just a couple dopes here in Chicagoland, you know. So it's, so it's always good. It's always good to. It's okay. Uh, I love Chicago. I love Chicago. I got nothing but love. Chicago. Give your handle for your for your group and your and your podcast before we go. Where can people find Marcel? All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Styles S T Y L Z underscore Rap is Life. That's my Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow Across the Plane on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Across the, T-H-A, Plane, P-L-A-I-N. Uh, that is for the sports podcast. We talk basketball. We talk football. Every once in a while, we'll talk baseball and soccer. Um, any any other suggestions for sports we should check out? We're definitely learning to check out. I want to get into team handball. It's not big here in the U.S., <laughs> but I know it's big in Serbia. Uh, so I want to learn more about it. I want someone to come on the show. Uh, but yeah, follow us there across the plane. And then you can follow the music group on uh, on Instagram. The Reels Back Music is our name on Instagram. And T-R-I-B Music 
is our name on Twitter because the Reels Back Music is too long for a Twitter handle. Um, so yeah, <laughs> follow us there, T R I B Music, and the Reels Back Music on Instagram. And then of course you'll have connections to Will, Jake, and Tresden on all the across the plane pages, and then you'll have a connection to uh, Cortez Antonio Fix on the the Reels Back Music page. That's awesome, Marcel, awesome. and, and there uh, the gentleman we talked to for last week's episode, Anthony in Cork, Ireland. He was talking up hurling as a sport, so maybe that's something. And, <laughs> yeah, so I, it it looks pretty amazing. So and he and he's a big Bears fan, so maybe maybe we can we'll hook you guys up. So awesome, take awesome, that. that'd be cool. Appreciate it. Awesome. I appreciate you guys yeah, having me. Of course. Of course, it was our pleasure. Uh, this has been Fans and Eggs on Zero Doinks. We're going to close this motherfucker out, as Dan Doinks likes to say pretty much every episode. Dan, this has been a fun episode. The Bears are back. They're obviously going to catch fire. They're going to win the next three. They are going to steal that number seven seed. And then hell's coming to breakfast for the rest of the NFC, buddy. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The Bears are back. All the way back. I've already looked at hotels in Tampa for February. So we will be there. Hopefully we'll get a vaccine shot before then. Uh, <laughs> when are you getting vaccinated? Was that, or where are you at in line? Um, <laughs> I'm not what they would call a first responder for anything, except for like if hams was being released on the corner i would be first in line i would be eligible uh no i'm i am very low on the totem pole but uh yeah i can't wait for somebody to put a needle in my dick is that how it works yeah yeah that's right are you are you telling me right now that podcasting isn't an essential worker (laughs) uh i i am not telling you that no that is you saying that right now yeah let's talk to the guys at anchor maybe they can maybe they can do something for us right Pull some strings, Anchor, with Pfizer. I know you know people at Pfizer. They got podcasts. Come on. Just slip us something under. Just slip us something under our our trousers. Come on, baby. Give me that shot. Booster, booster, booster. Okay. That got weird. All right. Let's, uh, Bulls, Bulls basketball. Yeah, where you at with the Bulls? Where you at with them? You pretty pumped? I'm all the way in, all the way in on the Bulls. And I said this, I've said this on Twitter a few times. I feel like people don't think I'm serious. Kobe White is going to be an MVP in the next three years. MVP. I'm all in. I'm a Kobe stan. I'm a Kobe Um, stan. And I love him. The Bulls are back. Billy Donovan's going to bring them to the promised land. They're definitely making the playoffs. They've had two preseason games, so it's very clear that they are all the way back. Young talent all over that team, all over that team. So, Bulls, yes, I actually did bet on Bulls uh, wins, over 28.5 wins this year. So, 
Bulls are winning at least 29 games this year out of 72, 70 or 72. I can't remember what the new schedule looks like. So Bulls looked shaky after the first game, looked better. Second game, they played Houston twice, very much like the Gophers playing Loyola Marymount nine times this year. Oh, much better. Thank you for asking. Uh, no, I'm all in on the Bulls. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about them. Uh, Kobe White, yeah, MVP within three years. Very reasonable. Very reasonable. I. It's funny that you mentioned Kobe White. I've been meaning to ask you, since you mentioned, you had asked, I think it was during the off season for the Bears, you were thinking about getting a Kobe White jersey, and you're wondering what I thought about that. Did you buy a Kobe White jersey? I'm so glad you asked. I already own one, and I just ordered a second one. Yes. You know, the uh, the, yeah. the new – all right, so I have the red one. And the red one I ordered, I was drunk, and I thought it was kind of funny to do it. And uh, and then this one I ordered, a the the new ones. Have you seen those with, like, the gray mm. and the – Yes. Yeah, so I, I ordered a knockoff one that's coming from China. It was, like – 30 bucks and it'll probably take like six months to get here so uh also maybe another drunk purchase so i'm i'm all in on kobe white i don't know if i'm for real or not or if it's just a running joke but uh i think i've convinced myself that he's gonna be amazing he is fun to watch he's a, he's a scorer but he's gonna be awesome yeah he is gonna be awesome and i think he's got the right coach to to get him where he needs to go I, yeah they are they already look much more competent. Uh, just listening to Billy Donovan talk gives you confidence as a Bulls fan. Yeah, I think it'll be. I'll be very curious to see what Laurie does this year. I'll be very curious to see if he gets anything out of who Wendell Carter too. Yeah, it's just it's a great time to be a Bulls fan because at the very least, you know, if some of these guys on their existing roster aren't going to work out, that's fine. There's not it's not great, but at least you know that there's there's a new front office to make different decisions than than Gar Foreman, who is now a Pelican. That's weird. Yeah, an actual uh, and, Pelican, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah, kind of looks like a he looks like he a kinda, cross between a turtle and a pelican. He does. He has a very long face, incredibly long. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that guy? He's got some sort of palsy that is unfortunate uh yeah i'm with you on all that they just this, this front office definitely seems very competent and i think we i think i mentioned it last episode that i think the bears should follow the bulls model here and and how they're firing and hiring and i still believe that that they need to get a team president in place who can hire a gm and they can decide what to do with the coach that's how it should work. And so yes. fuck you, Ted uh, Phillips. Fuck you, Ted Phillips. Get out of my life. So I'm, I'm excited for the bulls. I don't know. I mean, it seems like expectations nationally are very low for the bulls. And I drink, I drink the Kool-Aid a little bit. So, uh, I'm, I'm ready to be hurt. It's early. I don't know. They don't have any superstars. That's their problem. They don't in the NBA. You need at least one, more than likely two superstars and they just Kobe will be one eventually <laughs> three years sometime in the next three years but like Zach Levine's not that guy they just have a bunch of role guys right now so I think they could be fun to watch they could be 
they could get into the mix a little bit. I think they can make the playoffs, but they're not winning at all. But this whole uh, my hope is they're good enough and they have enough young talent that they can finally attract talent now that they have Foreman and Paxson. Paxson's still with the team, but he's out of the mix. And I think he was a major deterrent for uh, big-time free agents. So Giannis next year, Bulls. That's right. Yeah, let's. We got some good Greek food here in Chicago. You know, I mean, good God, do you want a spaghetti? No, that's definitely spaghetti. So you said spanakopita, saganaki, oppa. (laughs) Yeah, just come on down, baby. We're just we're just down the Hershey Highway. A little down 94, right? Let's go. It's not too far. Chicago, it's warmer. It's warmer in Chicago than it is Wisconsin. So much warmer. It's like you yeah. can't even tell. Shorts, shorts weather here compared yeah. to Wisconsin. Absolutely. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. It's a fact. It's science. It has something to do with the equator and spraying hairspray, like aerosol in the ozone and stuff, right? Yeah, that's right. That's so right. <laughs> do we uh yeah is there any baseball uh baseball updates i don't think oh, so uh tony la Russa, i think uh entered a plea deal so he may not have to spend one day in in prison he may get house arrest so we'll find oh, out wow. just before christmas so that's that's it from white Sox corner what an asshole what an asshole Lance Lynn signed that we do we talk about that last time? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Y- All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fat guy. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Fat guy. Yeah. Fat guy. All right. Uh, yeah. I think it happened maybe that day. Yeah. Nothing new. The Rule Five draft happens. <laughs> you want to talk some Rule Five? I don't know what that means. I hear that all the time, but I, I'll be honest. I don't know what that means. Do you? It's fine. Uh, vaguely only because of MLB uh, video games. And. Yeah, I think if you have an empty spot on your 40-man, you can draft somebody who's, who's I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. No, Where I'm, is he I'm coming? out on like, this. Out I'm backing away from it. Okay. All right. No, somebody that's on somebody else's roster that they have to leave exposed if they don't have enough spots on their <laughs> oh, 40 to protect oh, a guy. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. We're going to need you to be exposed. We're going to need you oh. to be exposed for the Rule 5 draft. Hobba, hobba, oh, hobba. Oh, God, just <laughs> take off your pinstripes. I want to draft you so hard. I want to uh, I want to take you in my car in Maricopa County after 35 margaritas. I'm Tony La Russa. <laughs> Um, Marcel from Minneapolis or any of your friends, if you've listened past Fans and Eggs interview and this is really your first taste of Zero Dunks, we apologize and you're welcome and thank you, per usual. This is just how we are, right, Dan? It's just, we're not going to change. No, and I, this is like, these are our conversations normally, like not on a, on our, with our mouths on a microphone. We just are oh. idiots and assholes all the time. Oh, so this is, I don't even know if you're recording any of this, to be honest, and I don't care. So, um, no. Dan's yeah. had a tough day. 
guys, Dan's had a really tough day. I think I think a lamp broke earlier during this this episode. Uh, his wife apparently put a screwdriver, hopefully not inside your dog. That happened earlier during Bears Fantasy Corner. I think that came out wrong. Okay. Yeah, and I I feel like you could edit that stuff out if you'd like because that was probably hard to listen to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jordan did go back uh, upstairs with a hammer, so that could explain. Maybe she's just evening things out and breaking the other lamp. I don't know. I have a lot of unanswered questions, and it's been a long day. But go Bears, I guess. Yeah, go Bears. This is this is the time when Mitch rises to the top. Big game against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins gets very nervous in games like this. So let's take advantage, guys. Let's go into the Twin Cities and let's fuck some shit up. Fuck you, Mike Zimmer. Fuck you, Mike Zimmer and your eye patch. He 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 should he doesn't wear that anymore. He should. Yeah. He should, Mike. I think, bitch. No, I I think he wears it outside his pants. I don't know if you've noticed that. Oh. This is good good looking girlfriend. Remember that? Yeah, was she the one that was um, like taxidermied on his wall during draft day? <laughs> Is that a sex thing? I don't. <laughs> in I, Minneapolis. Uh, I have a buddy who I won't even say his name, but his wife spilled the beans years ago that she likes to pretend sometimes that she's a mannequin while he has his way with her. Because she's tired and she wants to go to sleep, so they she pretends to be a mannequin. I it's it's baffled me for years, and I bring it up every time I see the two of them. They're happily married, uh, so that's how they spice things up by believing they're in the hit movie mannequin or real mannequins. I don't know. Maybe they switch it up, but uh, that made me think of the taxidermied girlfriend because it's kind of the same thing, right? I think so. I, I have a lot of questions that, well, we can talk about off air. Uh, not the least of which is, would you ever with a mannequin? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, no, no. I need a little interaction. I need a little back and forth. I, I can't. No, God, no. You? No, Dan, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm offended you'd even think of that question, you sick fuck. But what if what if the mannequin had the face of a Cornish hen? No, I feel like that'd be disrespectful, you know. It's a it is it's but a baby chicken, I think is how you describe no, turkey. <laughs> Getting my poultry confused. I don't know. It's been a it's just been a weird episode. That's it really is. has. We probably should wrap this motherfucker up. <laughs> Yes, we should. Dan, looking forward to another great episode next week with the seven and seven bears, most likely. It's been a pleasure, buddy. Go bears. Pleasure's all mine, my friend. Go bears. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hubba, hubba, hubba.
my god, okay, well done.